Hi, it's the Milkman, John Milky, and welcome to the Milkman Show podcast for Tuesday, February 22nd. The diva of love is with us. <laughs> I've really got to get a, a professional singer in here to take care of that for you. Hi, Susie. Hi. So this week, you've got a bit of a theme for us, taking control. That's right. Taking charge of your life. All right. Today, we start off with a conversation about embracing proactivity. Walk us through that. Yes. So proactivity is creating or controlling your personal situation by taking action rather than responding reactively after something happens. So effectively, it's better to make things happen instead of waiting for them to happen which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people sit back, you know, just waiting for life to happen to them instead of, you know, going out and getting what they want. Um, so proactive people tend to use their skills or smarts or the resources available to them to courageously step out and make things happen. They're more in control of their lives and what happens to them. In essence, they take life by the horns. Right. They aren't afraid of taking risks or even failing. They just get up, dust, dust themselves off and try again. You know, and, and what makes proactive people stand out from the crowd? They're self-reliant. They're solutions focused, mm-hmm. consistent, action oriented, goal oriented. They see the big picture. They're always learning, take initiatives. You get the picture, right? Yep, of course. Uh, and we don't see that a lot as much as we used to anymore. And, um, you know, and it really looks like reading a room, you know, when you go in, read a room verbally and non-verbally what's going on and taking action, depending on that, you know, being action oriented, having goals and success points, going for it, stepping outside of your comfort zone. You know, I try to encourage this with the people that I work with, um, especially my dating uh, clients, my single clients, I really try and push them to be proactive because a lot of them sit back, go on the apps and and wait for, you know, Prince or Princess Charming to come <laughs> their way. And, you know, and it doesn't happen. You, you really have to go out there and, and get what you want in life. You know, you need to create your own self-image rather than, basing it on the opinions and feedback you get from others, you know, knowing who you are. We've talked about that before, you know, knowing your worth, uh, loving yourself. All these things are really important because it'll help you be more confident to step out there. Most people don't step out there because they're insecure about something. Right. And Um, and as we've talked about before, there's a huge difference between what you're describing, confidence and self-assuredness and arrogance. They are two very different things. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and people don't always know the difference. They think they're being assertive, but they're not. They're they're being a bit more on the arrogant side. Right. You know, you know but what I what I ask people like reject other people's opinions of you and decide for yourself what you're capable of. It's really important. Um especially if you want to put yourself out there career-wise or social-wise or romantic-wise, know who you are. No different than confident. no different than if you're a company, you know, and, and take any company, beer company, car company, um, high-tech company, uh, computer company. Um, 
they know who they are. They know what their brand is about. And all the marketing and all the strategizing around it is very calculated based on that knowledge of what and who they are. And they're unabashed about it. And the more we become like that, yeah, people start to buy into us more. Exactly. You know, and so I, I asked people to try looking at all the aspects of your life, professional and personal, mm-hmm. and see where you can proactively make a positive impact, plan it and then do it. So go out there, do something good, whether it's for your love life, going out there and trying to meet somebody showing who, who you really are, um, or career wise, you want to find a new job. Start being proactive about it. Exactly. Don't just wait around for people to give you promotions, you know, apply for things, you know, fix up your resume, start being proactive, fix up your dating profile, you know, make a change. Whenever you switch up your dating profile, it goes to the top of the list again. So, you know, keep that updated. It's important. No, no different than LinkedIn too, right? I mean, the more you, you know, when you change things on LinkedIn, guess what? People in your LinkedIn profiles get notifications that, oh, you've made a change. Oh, what the, what, what are they doing? Yep. It's really important. So, you know, go out there and take life by the horns and do what you need to do and you'll get where you, need, you want to be. All right. How about a mantra for this conversation, Susie? I will be proactive and not reactive. I will be proactive and not reactive. Two very different things, but yes, I think sometimes the lines are blurred. Well done, Susie. I appreciate this. As always, how do people connect with you for more resources and, of course, one-on-one coaching, should they wish? DivaOfLove.com Time now for your John joke of the day. The story of a guy who was meeting up with a buddy at a bar, and as he walks in, He notices two very attractive ladies looking at him, and he hears one girl say to the other, Nine. Well, feeling very pleased with himself, he swaggers on over to his buddy at the bar and says, Hey, the girl at the counter just said uh, I was a nine out of ten. To which his buddy replied, Look, I'm sorry to be the one to ruin your day, but when I walked in, they were speaking German. Sue McGarvey is a blogger, runs the Amazing Ducklings Group, is a syndicated talk show host and sex therapist, and today uh, you are going to weigh in on something um, that is potentially very contentious just by the very name of it, vaccines. We're not talking about the one that everybody else is, but I'm triple vaccinated, just leaving that out there. I'm talking about the HPV vaccination, right? It's the Gardasil vaccination that they give grade eight girls in Ontario. They actually give boys in places like PEI and Saskatchewan because we don't have the money in Ontario to actually vaccinate the population we actually have. So it's I think it's absolutely critical. And I remember doing a a lecture of, of it was a gynecology lecture of all sort of the big gynecologists across the country. And it was an oncologist who was doing gynecological oncology talking about um, HPV and cervical cancer. And I immediately left that that lecture and called my doctor the next day and booked an appointment for my Garnasil shot. And then I made my son, my partner, my brother, everybody go out and get one and said, this is nuts. We need to A, stop HPV, which is the only 
um, STI, which I would consider epidemic in this country, in this region, in this city. And it is, it doesn't just cause cervical cancer in women. It causes anal cancer in men. It can cause penile cancer. Get, you know, get your bleep shot vaccination. It's three in a row. Let's do this. So, so that's what I think. What is the reason against you said we're only vaccinating females right now, in Ontario? Only, right now in Ontario, it's free to get your daughter in grade eight, but a lot of them haven't been in school, right? They haven't been there to get their vaccinations because we're all doing remote learning. Yeah, of course. But I, and I think it's really, really, really important because it it's a cause and effect. People who do not have sex do not get cervical cancer. It's caused by the virus, the HP, the human papilla virus, and it changes the cells of the cervix and it causes cervical cancer. It also causes different kinds of sexual cancers. And it's you, it's one of the four non-curable and you can mm. get immunized for it. So why not? Right. There's two, two of, of the non-curable STIs, right? They're herpes, HIV, those ones you got to deal with, but HPV and hepatitis, you can actually get immunized for. So if you are out there bopping around, having, you know, some kind of sexual activity, Get yourself protected. It's as important as using condoms in terms of sexual health. Now, do you and get a booster for this every year, or is no, it kind you of you get three and, and you done. are done like dinner? You know, and some people will argue, well, it doesn't cover every strain, and I'm like, that's true, but it covers all the strains in North America that I've run into, and it <sighs> is it will protect you. But this is the conversation so, we have with any vaccine, right? Oh, it doesn't protect I me against this. So. It doesn't protect me against that. It, listen, if you want to go out there in the middle of a of a firefight uh, without a bulletproof vest on, you go right ahead. The bulletproof vest is going to better your chances, and I suggest you use it. And that's my well, take it's, on it's that. Well, it's epidemic, and it's little it's warts on your on your genitals, and it's crazy. And some people think you know it's only supposed to be for women under thirty five because that's the only people they tested. I'm saying if you're an eighty year old doing the football team, get your vaccination <laughs> <laughs> and call me because I'd like to talk to you. <laughs> Absolutely, Sue McGarvey of Sex with Sue fame, uh, always open to listener comments and listener emails as well people can email you at sue at sexwithsue.com bring it on judith kane is very well known across canada as canada's money coach and she's here with us on the milkman show every single day offering uh just very dumbing this down for us really making sense of money which i know doesn't make a lot of sense to me if i've got it i want to spend it which i know is wrong uh but today you want to deviate a little bit from savings etc you want to talk about insurance I do want to talk about insurance because it does have a connection to a previous conversation we had on credit cards. That was yesterday. So if you have personal insurance, that means that you went to an insurance broker and you bought insurance from them, or you have employee benefits, check out the insurance you have on your mortgage, your credit card, or your line of credit, because it's likely that you don't need those. They are the most... They are the most expensive and the least likely to pay out. It's called creditor insurance. And it's, I, I have a hate on for that. Okay. Tell <laughs> so, us more. You, Cause you, 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 I'm all ears for this one. You, you do need to do an insurance analysis to make sure that you have enough insurance through your personal insurance and any work benefits that you have. The reason that those, they have these insurance policies on them because, and what they'll say is, if you die, we will pay off the balance of your credit card or your your loan. 
That's right. the theory behind it. However, they don't do any underwriting. They might ask you three or four questions like, have you had cancer? Have you had a heart attack? But they don't do a deep dive into your health history until you die. And if they can You're find anything, me, Kane. You're scaring me. If you can find, if they can find anything that could have caused your death, any kind of pre-existing condition, maybe a high blood pressure reading, maybe pre-diabetic, they will not pay the claim. Wow. So, I recommend to people that if they already have insurance on their loans or credit cards that, and they don't have personal insurance, that they should talk to an insurance professional to see if they qualify for personal insurance. The other thing is it's likely going to be cheaper to get individual insurance than this creditor insurance. And one of the reasons is it goes up with your age. So every time you renew your loan, uh, it could go up every five years. Whenever your age changes, they have age brackets and it, it goes up in per thousand, the cost per thousand. So that's why it's really important. Now, if you are uninsurable, then you definitely don't want to get rid of it. I'm not suggesting that people cancel it. And I don't suggest you cancel it unless you have other insurance that will take care of these things if something were to happen to you. So there's a chance that you are actually overinsured and paying money you don't need to for the insurance, or uh, perhaps you are actually just healthy enough as a human being that, like you said, you are not likely to ever take advantage of all the money you've put into that and 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 it, you know have that pay off for you. Well, insurance is like that, right? Insurance, if we had a crystal, if I had a crystal ball, I'd be a bajillionaire. Well, yeah, insurance companies are in the business of trying to find a way to not pay the claim. Unless it's a personal insurance. If you buy personal insurance, they do the underwriting before you actually get the insurance. And in all the years that I have been working in the financial services business, I have yet to have a claim declined. And that's because we did great underwriting when we got the policy issued. Can you... In in layman's terms, sorry, layperson's terms, can you define underwriting for us, please? Yes. So when you apply for insurance personally, you've used an insurance professional and they have given you an application and, and you're filling it out. Um, they ask you a questionnaire. They go into a questionnaire and then usually a nurse will come and visit you and she will ask you a lot of medical questions. And sometimes she'll take blood or urine or your blood pressure. Right. Um, and and so what they're doing is to make sure that you're healthy and they, they're trying to find out how they should insure you. So if you come out and you're a non-smoker and you're athletic and you're super healthy, you're going to get a better rate than say someone who is, you know, maybe a little bit overweight, pre-diabetic, a smoker. So you're going to get a better rate than that person. A risk assessment, basically. It is a risk assessment, but, okay. but the insurance company knows all that information before they agree to give you the insurance. So if something were to happen to you and you die or become disabled, depending on what kind of insurance you have, and and there wasn't an underlying thing that you knew about, if it's just the progression of whatever Got was wrong it. with you, they will pay. On creditor insurance, they don't go through that exercise. Uh -huh. They wait until something happens and you die. That's when they go back. Then they're trying to find an out as opposed to if you've been underwritten, you've been checked out, etc. You died of something that was completely unexpected. Yep. Correct. The insurance kicks in. Wow, Judith. That's Kane. right. Amazing as always. You are online. People can read all kinds of past articles and connect with you at JudithKane.com. Amazing and simple, as you like to say. 
Thanks for keeping it simple for us always. Chris Father Gilbrown is all about food. He's got a YouTube channel called That's Rank, where he tries some of, well, I mean, every now and then there's there's something that makes sense, and every now and then there's, uh, or more often than not, I guess there's um, something that really makes you scratch your head. And if you heard yesterday's episode, uh, you understand the origins of this channel. Uh, it has to do with eating um, basically regurgitated bird spit. But we're, we're we're deviating from that today, Chris, and thank you. Where are we going? Let's take me to take me to a happy place today, Chris. I'll take you to a happy place Thank for you. sure. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to your childhood. It's Yay! Saturday morning. Yay! You're watching. You're watching Bugs Bunny. Yeah. You've got a big bowl of cereal in front of the TV. What are you eating? Um. Oh my gosh. Probably Captain Crunch or Honeycomb. Two very very good classic choices mm-hmm. that you've got there. I I approve of both of those. Thank you. I I, I was seeking your approval. I figured you were. Now, I do apologize that you weren't born a decade later because it means that you didn't get to kick back with Cinnamon Toast Crunch while watching your Merry Melodies. True. It's an experience I feel is critical to one's upbringing. But you know what? <laughs> let's let's focus on cereal in general. All so right. Captain Crunch, very basic cereal. It's the literal definition of what a morning cereal is. Yeah. And there's times I'm wondering if maybe the modern cereal has actually gone a little bit too far. Now, I know you've mentioned you don't really go into grocery stores anymore. You do a lot of, you know, online cart delivery, that sort of thing. I'd like to go to grocery but, stores again. It's just with the pandemic, my wife already works retail. So because she's already in the retail environment, she's doing the shopping and I'm sitting in the car hiding from COVID. Right. Yeah. Um, now, if you <laughs> if you face the COVID head on, you'd, you'd find that the choices are a little bit overwhelming <laughs> these days. Okay. I'm going to blow your mind. Did you know that there's 20 different kinds of Cheerios? Why? Why? Right. We've got Frosted Cheerios, Chocolate Peanut Butter, Oat Crunch, Pumpkin Spice, Very Berry. The list goes on and on, but that doesn't even begin to compare to the bigger players. Okay. You've got, so I mentioned Cinnamon Toast Crunch at the top. On top of cereal, they sell the Cinnadust in the spice aisle now. Yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a spice. I want you to pause for a second. Is this like the the, the crumb? Is this like the crumbs at the bottom of the bag? Not even. It's just the spice that they put on the cereal itself. It's literal cinnamon and sugar that you would put on toast. I mean. Um, So maybe that's an okay offshoot given, you know, hey, it's just amped up cinnamon sugar. mm, But that's mm. not where it stopped. There's oatmeal. There's a cinnamon toast crunch popcorn. They've got ice cream, coffee creamer, a toaster strudel. I'm not even ruling out that maybe there's a pizza rolling out with Little Caesars. No. Uh, no. To be clear, now I haven't heard anything about that. I These veto that right now. Don't even stop. Yeah. No. Anybody thinking yeah. about that? No. It's been vetoed by yours truly. Okay. Well, they don't understand boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly. Um, but you know who the worst offender is? And you mentioned them at the top. It's Captain Crunch. Really? So I don't want you to let the mustache fool you. The leader of the SS Guppy, his name is Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch. <laughs> he claims he was born on Crunch Island off the coast of Ohio in the Sea of Milk. But yes. have you looked up the world map? There's no coast of Ohio. The coast of Ohio is Michigan. So straight up, I'm calling him a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Way to buy into the whole cartoon theme, Chris. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he oversteps like you wouldn't believe. All right. He has invented what I believe is the most ridiculous crossover in the entire cereal world. He has a pancake cereal, or, or not a, a pancake syrup, with is made of his cereal. It's ocean blue, and it's to be used over Captain Crunch pancake batter. 
Ugh. I'm telling you, we need to reel things back, take back our cereal aisle to a simpler time where the wildest things on the shelves are Fruit Loops and Frosted Flakes. But you know what? The plus side for me is it gives me tons of material to work with on <laughs> YouTube. Cha-ching, cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching. Let's get the views up for Chris Father Gilbrown. Yeah. Um, wow. You know what? I, I just, I mean, my cereal world now is pretty much, I, I like life cereal, and I stick to that. I'm not very adventurous like I was when I was a kid. You've opened my eyes. Back to the grocery stores I go, ASAP, and um, apparently I have a deep dive ahead of me. Chris Father Gil Brown, he's on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash that's rank. WittyWittier.com, your go-to website for all things movie, TV, streaming reviews. Uh, Ottawa's own Keith Whittier is the person behind that. And today, you want to talk about a movie you've seen recently called Ledge. Yeah, The Ledge is a new movie which um, came to uh, streaming services uh, this uh, this past weekend. And I have to tell you, sometimes I feel like I take one for the team, and that's how I feel about watching <laughs> this new film called The Ledge. Um, in it, we meet a couple of uh, a couple of women who are out and they're um, they're mountain climbing, and they come across a group of guys. And there's one 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 fellow in this group of guys who's like I don't even want to call him the alpha, just like the annoying, more more like it. He has to you know um, flex his bravado, and he comes on to one of the women too strong which ends up with her getting killed her friend witnesses it and her only recourse to save herself is to start climbing up a mountain and of course the four gentlemen in hot pursuit aren't as good at climbing up mountains as she is now i'm watching this film and you know from 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 one standpoint yes it's it's an action film and it should be exciting but on the other it's very predictable and halfway through this movie i'm thinking if you want to see a fun mountain climbing movie go and check out free solo where somebody actually climbed el capitan i mean that was an entertaining <laughs> film this is one of those movies where i'm watching and i'm thinking to myself i couldn't watch it with you because you would be asleep within the first 10 minutes not just because you're tired but because you're thinking to yourself keith you think i've got time for this nonsense there you Anyways, go um, like I said, I took one for the team on this one. It's called The Ledge. There are much better films out there. Even go back and watch Sylvester Stallone and Cliffhanger from like 20 years ago. It was more entertaining than this. Ooh. So I, I would, ooh, I would I've seen that uh, yeah. one. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I would definitely give this one a pass. Um, again, uh, C, uh, a C minus for this one. And it's streaming where so that people can avoid it? Yeah, so it's on again. You're going to find this on uh, it's on on uh, Rogers on Demand. You'll find it on iTunes. You'll find it on the Google Play Store. It hasn't made its way to Netflix or Amazon Prime yet, but look out! Like Jaws, it's coming. <laughs> the Ledge, avoid it like the plague. Says Keith Whittier of WittyWhittier.com. <laughs> 